Good afternoon, folks. This is Kimberly Jessica reporting in live today from Hollywood, California. And as you guys are aware, I'm always looking for easier, better ways to live your dream lifestyle. A lot of times we say as human beings that we want to live our dreams, we want to have all these things, but then our dreams is not in, it's not in alignment with what our body wants to do. And so when you're really, really learning to live your dreams, your, your, your body's going to follow. So for me, I'm always looking for the missing piece that can take you a step further. When I'm saying living your dreams, I'm not talking about just living your dreams and making some crochet stuff and just, you know, maybe selling a little bit here and there on Etsy and to your friends and stuff. I'm talking about living your dreams where you're changing cross-generational patterns and money, six figures, but going beyond six figures, seven figures, eight figures. And finding out what that missing link is, finding out what that missing piece is so that you can live this kind of lifestyle with as much liberty as you can. And when I say liberty, I'm talking about you're, the, you're living that laptop luxury seven, eight-figure lifestyle that you mainly see guys on the Internet living. And, and you see them with their wives and their families, but you very seldom see women living that luxury laptop lifestyle where they're down in Costa Rica or down in Hawaii for a month or two, you know, sitting at a computer with a mojica at the table, uh, making it figures and just doing what they want because they can do that, because they create this amazing business. And today, I'm really excited to have um, a business owner, an entrepreneur on the line with us that can really talk about how she's helping women develop the mindset, emotional set points, and, and, and know-how so that they can develop that kind of business for themselves. How would we describe this entrepreneur that I have on the line with us? Well, they describe her as no matter what she does, who she meets, or where she goes, her enthusiasm for connecting and communicating with people is front and center. This unique drive has led, led this particular entrepreneur that I have on the line with us down a fun but crazy career path. From her first very embarrassing time on stage in middle school to speaking in front of large audiences about a variety of topics today. She's always had a powerful message to share. Ladies and gentlemen, please let's welcome to the line today, Angela Giles. Angela, how are you today? I am fabulous, and thank you so much for having me today. <laughs> it's awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, well, thank you for being on the line with us. I mean, this is wonderful. I mean, you know, I have to tell you, Angela, you know, I retired myself. You know, I won't tell my age or anything. I retired myself because, you know, you can retire at 65 or you can retire however you want. So when I retired myself from being a teacher and a therapist um, for decades, for, for over a decade after getting out of the service and in 2008. And, you know, I've made the majority of my money online, on Facebook, on social media. And I, I've not seen anyone, you know, I've seen, you know, Facebook, little Facebook things, but not any women that are talking about how to lead this lifestyle, how to make seven and eight figures. I mean, you went beyond seven figures. Seven figures a million bucks. Eight figures you're talking about, you know, multiple millions. Um, t- tell us your story and, and, and how you got started, Angela, because you're just, you're just, an, you're just inspiring me right now. Well, I, uh, I'm so thrilled that you're having me here, and I want to tell you my story. And the reason I want to, and let me just preface really quickly with this. 
I, mm-hmm. in my journey online, I worked in the IT, information technology departments, um, for a couple uh, major companies um, in the United States. And I left that career because I wanted to be home. And I had two babies when I left. And this was back mm-hmm. in 2000, what was it, 2002, 2004. I don't even remember now. Um, but the point is, is I left that career and I came home and I loved the computer, but I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with myself. And I had a six-figure career doing that. And I hopped on the computer and I started looking around and I thought, oh, my gosh, this is when social media was starting out. I mean, MySpace, the whole thing. What could I do here and how could I enjoy it? But here's the caveat. I noticed that so many men were making incredible money online like that's what i would see men that were making multiple mm-hmm. thousands of dollars every month mm-hmm. and in lake tahoe field, all over them that's all i saw from oh. from dan kennedy to tony to chris to you know what i mean that's all mm-hmm. i saw was that very corporate masculine you know um i call it the lizard brain you know the reptile brain <laughs> mentality yes. you know what i mean where they just you know feelings what Feelings. We're, we're, we're about making these sales calls and making this money and putting these packages together. It's like, okay. <laughs> exactly. And that's exactly what I saw. And then, I, of course, you add that to the fact that I left a corporate job working in information technology. And most of 90% of those people that are in there are men, right? So I'm surrounded mm-hmm. by all these men making all this money. Then I come home, quit a six-figure job. My husband's making, like, pennies, really, compared to it, like twenty five, thirty thousand 30000 a year. So I'm sitting here going, I have to make money. So I start talking to some of my girlfriends. I'm like, how do you make money? They're like, oh, well, I babysit. So guess what? That was my first thing I tried. Um, Looking online, but I'm like, I need to make money right away because, you know, we have to put food on the table. So I started this little daycare. I had like six, seven, eight kids, you know, back in the day. And I had three of my own by this time, right, after about a year. And I'm sitting there, and I'm running this little daycare making, I don't know, 1200 2000 a month, roughly right around there, depending on the month or the how many kids. And I'm like, I am bored out of my mind. I started getting online. Once again, I started seeing all these men making money. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to figure this out. But here's the clincher. We had a house fire, and that's another whole story. I spent our last $57 putting flyers around a neighborhood on a little MLM business that I started with a friend, and that went nowhere. We had a house fire. I remember waking up to this big boom. My house started on fire, and I'm like, oh, my God, my underwear are holy. I run out in the backyard with my three babies. The firemen are screaming. All the neighbors are coming, and I have holy underwear. You know, literally holes in my underwear climbing up this ladder over the fence into the neighbors thinking, oh, my God, I spent my last $57. I should have bought underwear, like my mom says, right? You always want to have clean underwear on when there's that mm-hmm. or something. And I thought, I need to make a change. So here's what I did. And the reason that I share this story is this will resonate with women. Most women struggle making the kind of money that men do because women – their whole lives are centered around their whole life, even their business, mm-hmm. right? When they're running mm-hmm. businesses, particularly from home, that their business is impacted by their home life. It's impacted by their emotions. It's impacted by their money. It's impacted by all the woo-woo stuff, which is mm-hmm. the woo-woo stuff is fantastic, but it impacts them. Where men have this innate ability to compartmentalize, they can shut things down, right? If they're mm-hmm. focusing on their business, they can shut things down. And that's absolutely huge. Um, women struggle with that. And so mm-hmm. I know this. 
And I've talked to so many women. So I knew that if I was going to start a business, I had to figure out a way where I could focus because I knew when I would go to my job before, you know, I shut everything down. When I was at my job eight to five, I focused on my work. I mean, think about that, Kimberly. I didn't let all these other little things bother me because I had to work and I had to perform so I could make my six figures. Does that make sense? Mm, Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. But a lot of women are not able to manage that emotional set point. Like I was sharing with you earlier, a lot of women have emotional stuff that they, they dealt with as growing up, whether it's sexual assault, whether it's physical abuse, whether it's violence, whatever the case may be. And so they start right. this business and they start working for themselves. However, the kind of clients that they're getting are the same kinds of people that they have not necessarily gotten over. So now they're bringing exactly. the PTSD and all that crap to their business. So how does one basically get rid of the emotional baggage so that they're not bringing that into the business because a lot of women are not able to control and manage their emotional stuff. Can you give any tips in regards to that? Oh, absolutely, because you know what? I have a, I still have some emotional baggage. I still work through different things. I've grown, and I know women grow, and there's lots of things you can do from, you know, therapy to coaches to et cetera to mm-hmm. work on the emotional baggage. But here's how you control it. While you're working on it, here's how you control it and build yourself a multi six, seven, eight figure business. I'm going to share with you this tip. And ladies, I'm going to be frank, but this will help you. So just love me while I share this with you. You need to figure out what your business really is. Is it going to be a hobby business where you're going to make, you know, 500 to $2,000 a month? Or is this going to be a multi six, seven figure business? Once you decide that, and it's okay whatever you decide, right? If it's a hobbier or if you want to go the other route, it's totally fine. But here's what you have to do regardless. If you want it to be a hobby, typically you can work it around with interruptions all the time and, you know, kids interrupting, life moving around, et cetera. That's totally fine and still make a nice little income. But if you want to go to six, seven, eight figures, here's what you have to do. You have to be real, girlfriend, absolutely 100% real. And that's what I had to do for myself when I realized that we have no money, I was running the daycare. We're barely making ends meet. My house had gone on fire, burned down part of the garage. What could oh I do God. to get online where I had some skill sets and make a freaking fortune? Here's what I did. I got freaking creative. I had to set aside time, and that time was completely devoted to my business. I'm telling you, no kid interruptions, no, oh, friends coming over, can you watch my kids? No, going shopping, no, nothing. It's all business. Just like I was going to work, here's what I did, and I got super creative. Here's what I did. I cannot wait to share this story with you. I have an extra bedroom. I put all three of my babies in one room, a bunk bed and a um, playpen. I had my room and I had an extra room. It was summertime. It was May. I hired a girl. She lived in Utah. She came down and lived with us for the summer. And here's what I did. I took my – I was running daycare. I took the money from the daycare – paid her to watch all the daycare kids and my kids, and then I took our only desk, a ratty old desk, into my big laundry room. I took our only computer and put it in my laundry room, and I went in there for four months for 10 hours a day, mind you. Now, that may sound extreme, but that's what I did, and I learned how to market online. I learned how to generate leads. That's what I did. What were you selling, if I may ask? What were you selling? Because you have to have a bankable product. That, you know, like for, for your, what you do, people are going to pay for it. Like you got to, for me, I had to think about what was my bank. My bankable product is I can make you famous. I can get you in the news. 
I can get you on the red carpet. You know what I mean? And when, you know, so, you know, PR will sell. You know, what would, is it important yeah, to have a bankable absolutely. product? Absolutely. So okay. the first three and a half months, I had no product. None. None. I invested that time to figure the, it out because I had no money. I had to figure out how to generate leads for free online. Keep in mind, this I think this is back in, whatever, 2005 maybe. What I did is I started learning. I learned how. My very first thing I learned how to do was how to generate leads for small business owners off of eBay. I learned how to do that. I figured wow. it out. And then I – so then eBay, Craigslist, all these freebie forums back in the day, right, MySpace back in the day, I wrote mm-hmm. an ebook. You know, I don't remember exactly what it was called, but basically it was like seven different ways to generate leads for free online. Sold it for $27 a pop. Made a fortune doing it. Absolutely. Oh you know why? And I sold it to people that were doing small businesses as hobbies, network marketers, you know, moms staying home, um, starting their own little coaching business. I sold it to some veterinarians, attorneys, people that were just one-man shops, two-man shops, starting out, wanting to figure out how to use the online space because it was fairly new with a limited budget. That's how I made my first, you know, mark on the online world. And the key was is I got creative on how I could still have my babies at home, still check in with them, but still be able to have the time to focus to figure this out and focus on a business. And that's how I got creative. I hired a nanny and used the proceeds from my daycare, part of them, not all of them. We still needed some to um, pay, to pay her. Plus, she got free room and board. That's what wow. I did. And you know wow. what? It worked. And so this is what I'm telling you. If you really want to have a six, seven, eight-figure business online, you've got to figure out how to make it work. So here's another example of something you could do. Because I want to give you a tip. Say you have little kids at home running around. Because I know a lot of women have children. And some of them go to school and some of you have them at home. And you're like, there's just no way I can do this, Angela. Well, guess what? There is a way, right? You can talk to – if you're married or you have a partner, you can talk to them and say, look, I need two hours every day to focus on my business because I'm I'm going to six figures. Can you please watch them from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m.? I need to go lock myself in my room, put a little desk in there, and work. And you don't let any interruptions. Or get your ass up and work from 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. every single day, right? Uninterrupted on the things you need to do. The third thing I would say is if you have any money, hire hire a team. If you don't have time but you have some money, hire a team to help you. You can outsource a ton of stuff for very inexpensive, and you can build yourself a magnificent six, seven, eight-figure business if you're good at managing people and you can outsource stuff, you can do that from your phone and you can still have kids interrupting, right? I mean, there's wow. just a myriad of ways, but you have to be dedicated. You have to set aside that time or that money and make it happen. You can't just think that you're going to make a six, seven, eight-figure business with all constant interruptions and not being able to focus on your business. You have to set aside the time. It just is right. what it is. You know, I, I hear you. I, this is amazing. You know, I, a, a lot of people, um, you know, see seven and eight figures as if it's something that's like a, can, a carrot on a, uh, a fishing rod that they're chasing, and they don't realize that it can be their reality. I see here where you have um, an eight-figure roadmap. Now, of course, we don't want you to give away your eight-figure moment. What are some tapes? What are, what are some of the things that the person's working with you Hello. can they look forward to? Can you hear me? Can you hear me, Angela? Hello? 
Angela? Hello? Conference. Can you hear me? Oh, well, she'll be coming back in a few minutes, guys, so we'll just wait for her. <laughs> 